It has been a loving minute. Man, I've been wanting to post a lot, but I haven't because, well, when the gods told me to shut up, I shut the fuck up. So, now I'm able to talk, and today, being it is the dog day of Sirius, June 22nd, 2019, 222, in the number, you know Sirius days start today. You remember them dog days? DMX, shout out. All right. So we're going to hop right into this. We're not even going to prolong it. Today's topic is what a dark worker. No, it's dark workers and sex magic and the actual ritual of sex. And the reason why I want to bring this topic in is because I have been celibate for the last six months, not counting masturbation fans. So y'all can go ahead and laugh. Keep it real with you. 100%. But. Sex. Just like. Energy. Because it is energy. Just like. um, Thoughts. Just like. Being in the presence of somebody. Is alone. Sharing energy and vibration. It's, It's being in harmony with frequency. So. Before we get to the good stuff. Let's talk about dark workers and what they are dark workers from my understanding are everybody who has melanin who has been born with the soul is aware of their soul and is aware of their mission here while they're here not everybody is aware that they have a soul and not everybody is aware that they are a dark worker most people are calling themselves light workers and don't understand that that is a programming program a racist program put in to de- derail you from who you truly are I'm not saying that all light workers are bad, just saying most of them are Pleiadian and they fucking suck because they're racist. But that's another topic for another story. If you really want to go into it, talk to Amber Khan. Follow her podcast at The Quietest Revolution or Revolution Ramblings. She's godmother. Always has been. That was the first person I met in the astral right after I got pulled out. Amber Khan is definitely legit. And I mean, I think we shared a past life together as a comrades and the assassin or the hashashin so it is what it is I'm not quite I'm not 100% sure but I'm like 85% pretty honest about that so the dark workers you guys are being channeled right now especially I mean called on right now especially during cancer season and for the next four or five years you've been called since 2006 but you had no idea you're now walking into your calling and into your purpose but with understanding and awareness that's what's happening here so that's a little bit about dark workers now let's get to the great stuff let's talk about sex spiritual energy exchange 
you know the X stands for the chromosome? Oh, hit them with the facts. The transmutation of sex in dark magic, in occult studies, in esoteric knowledge, sex is the key to life. Sex is love. It is fueled by the fire of passion and watered by the waters of nurturing spirit. So, a lot of people don't understand that every time they ejaculate, woman or male, they die. Which is why I say, if you learn cosmic retention, sexual retention, you are prolonging your life force versus if you're just out here wasting it. Now, somebody's gonna ask, how the fuck do you know that? And how do you know that you die? It's a spiritual death because sex is a spiritual thing. I told you, it is spiritual energy exchange. Sex. Okay. So, we're not getting into the freaky shit. We're getting into the science of it. We're getting into the understanding serious. Because, see, from serious, if you are from serious, you know that we are the ones that programmed you to feel. We programmed you with sex. We programmed you with science. We programmed you with the passion of the heart and wanting to be innovative and being teachers and developers and creators of what this society calls mankind. So, how does sex, or how does ejaculating cause death? Well, you know that clear liquid you get pre-nut right before you come and it comes out white full of life okay it all comes from the same place but the the clear stuff in science terms the pre-nut well when you die you do the same thing you release one last time you pee on yourself you shit on yourself if you didn't know this then you've probably never been around a lot of dead bodies you don't watch any any uh medical shows or you've just never seen what some of the things i've seen so go research this for yourself your body does an automatic shutdown release one last time even after your soul leaves. It's just automatic. Because, see, your body itself is organic and it also has a mind body of its own. Hint why the Bible tells you that the sin in me, it's not me that's sinning, it's the sin in me. Because the body is carnal. It has its own needs. It's like a tree. A tree will feed itself, but it, will, it can also kill itself just like animals can do it. And we all do it. We're all a part of the same frequency. Now, to go back on topic, um, when a man enters a woman's womb, which is like the tomb, friction starts from the heat, the woman and the man are pulsating, there's a star being born there in the solar plexus, it's the root chakra to the solar plexus. What happens is, the man, when he comes, he dies inside that woman, that's why his body's supposed to shake because his soul is leaving into that woman. She then carries it into her natural, her natural waters. This water is the life giver, sparked by the fire that gives life. When that woman intakes that man's death, she then has the possibility to create life with it right then and there, as long as the sperm travels and reaches the exact destination. When a man ejaculates into a woman, she, he ends up opening his phallus. And his phallus shoots out his soul, but it also takes in part of her soul, which allows him to keep going. That is where the resurrection comes in. The story of ancient Egypt will tell you this with Osiris and Isis. Um, 
as that man dies, a little part of him dies, that woman takes in part of his soul and creates a new life with it, which is why women are literally God, because they can take death and turn it, transmute it into life. And man can receive from women to prolong his life. That is why women need men and men need women. The balance is off when it's just about pleasure. Now, once that woman accepts his seed, her body changes, her DNA changes, and she ends up morphing from the inside out to accommodate that man because she is now going to give birth to the seed, male or female. Even though males are born second, females are always, every male starts off as a female. Scientific fact, you should go look it up. But I want to talk about this topic because a lot of us are, I won't, okay. A lot of earthlings have this misinterpretation of sex because it is sensationalized and it is pushed out there that it is just something that we should be doing for pleasure. I've learned through relationships, certain relationships I've been in, that um, most people will, uh, and it depends on the ethnic um, backgrounds and how you were brought up, but what I find now is that more women are more promiscuous than men have ever been. And more men who are promiscuous are slowly not being promiscuous anymore. But even those men that were promiscuous back then, most of them were lying about their promiscuality. But the women were not. Women are definitely more promiscuous than men. They just get caught because they get pregnant. But those women that don't get pregnant and haven't got pregnant, bruh, I'm telling you. If a woman told you she cheated on you three times, she's probably cheated on you 30 times. Because if she cheated once, she'll cheat again, period. Same with a man. But men aren't cheating because, and I'm not validating men, I'm just saying the body has a mind of its own. Women do not have a dick, but yet they feel the same sensations as men. They are just able to control it. Well, at least I thought so until I started being friends around women and learning that no, they can't. They really can't either. So the world has us at war with each other with the battle of the sexes over our bodily organs that we can't seem to control due to the fact that we don't know what self-control is and we don't practice it enough to have it. If you don't practice something, you're not going to be able to utilize it when the time is needed. You're going to salvate, your mouth is going to uh, salvate, your body is going to give in to its carnal needs because the body acts on its own the spirit has to be mature enough and strong enough to withhold the body in in control in order for it not to act otherwise you're always going to go for the pleasure because you're supposed to the body is very sensitive and over what is it um sensory override is a real thing and a lot of us want to you get off, it's like watching porn, you get off because when you release, a dopamine effect happens, and that is what you're actually going for. It's not the actual act of sex, it's not the actual fact that you think you're in love with the person, it's the chemical reaction that happens in your body that is being released when you ejaculate. It's the same reaction, same chemical reaction that happens when you go to sleep, or when you pass out, or when you wake up. Like dopamine automatically gets released and it gives you that high it's the same um, chemical reaction that happens when you take a drug or when you, you're introducing a chemical that your body is now allowing you it's teaching you how to be aware of it to a point where you become conscious enough 
to stop it or control the, the dosage of what gets released. So, that being said, let's get back to the topic of how alchemy and transmutation mean everything in this topic. A woman transmutes a man's synergy or sexual energy, which is sex, through sperm, and it creates a new universe inside of her, which means her body has to accommodate, rearrange itself, and become that man. Meanwhile, that man takes on that woman's nurturing energy through her waters. So when the man releases the seed and plants it into her water, the water is also given back to the man as soil for him to grow even more and further. Have you ever slept with a woman and then all of a sudden you have all this information and all this knowledge? It happens to me all the time, if you pay attention to it. But at the same time, you can also look to see if it's a negative or positive because if you, every person that you sleep with, good things should happen and you should just go higher and higher. If that's not happening and you're just going off the feeling and then a week or two after you've slept together, your life's going to shit, obviously that was the wrong energy you needed and now you have an overdosage of bad energy, which means you need to cleanse yourself, which is why sexual retention is very important. Now, I'm not a sex therapist. I'm not a sex doctor. I'm just telling you what I've learned and noticed about me. I have never been that highly sexual. Not saying that I've never had the energy to be highly sexual. By my astrological chart, I'm supposed to be the biggest hoe out there. I'm Sagittarius, Gemini, Aquarius, nigga, in all my love signs. So I'm supposed to be out there. I was raised by women. I have a daughter, and I have nothing but women around me. I have very few men. So my mom raised me like Bobby Boucher. You have sex, you die type things. And then there were certain sexual things that happened to me when I was little that also turned me off of sex. So I'm more of an asexual person when I'm single. I'm just now walking into being okay with being open about my sexuality. And yet, if I'm talking to you and I'm with you, oh, best believe it's a totally different side to me. So only a few people know that side. And sex is taboo. A lot of people don't want to talk about it in the way it should be talked about. We talk about sex like it's a dirty, disgusting, grimy thing when actually it's a natural um, body and chemical reaction that only means your body is producing life, which is what you're meant to do. So I want to talk to those that overindulge. Overly indulging in sex is what's causing a lot of your stamina and blockages in your life cycles and in your karmic cycles to keep you from getting into union with your twin flames and your twin soul partners or your divine masculine and divine feminine, which is usually always yourself anyway. You need to get back to understanding why sex is there in the first place. And until you understand and respect that, you're not going to move forward in the way you think you are. You're always going to attract. But what you're attracting may look good on the outside, but it may not be on the inside. And that's because you're only thinking about what it feels like versus what it actually is. You need to understand, you cannot separate sex from love. I don't care what anybody tells you because love backwards is evolution, it's a spell. Love is evolution, which is sex. Spirit, energy, exchange. It is always going to be evolution. So you can't have sex without having love. And whether that's a love for yourself or a love for what you're doing, there is love still there. Therefore, love, a lot of us are making love children and don't even know it. And then we break up those 
those bonds because the person did this and the person did that due to expectations that we had from what we were told love is supposed to be and what love's supposed to feel like. And I can tell you, all the shit that I went through as a kid, I was loved as a child. I was definitely loved as a child. I was adopted. That is the first act of love, right then and there. I was given up. God forgave, or for God gave his only son so that those who live, you know the rest. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people tell me I don't know love because I'm a Sagittarius and because I'm always flighty. Or I'm like, no, nigga, I just have a different love language than you do. I don't believe in controlling people through my body and through what I can do for them or what I can get from them or what I can feel from them. Because I can feel that all by myself. I'm whole all by myself. That is one thing that my mom taught me. I don't think I've ever seen my mom date. I don't even think I've ever seen my mom. No, I can't say I haven't seen her date, but I can say I don't know anything about her sex life. And it was just weird. My mom's 80 years old. So I, she probably has all the wisdom in the world, but I never talked to her. I just knew she read a lot of fucking weird books. Julie Garwood, and Daniel Steele, and Nora Roberts, and all these other shit. And when you go through those books, nigga, there's some fucking graphic scenery in that. So it's just like my mom's imagination was off the charts. So, you know, she had nine children. She didn't have time for it. Some people are asexual. I feel like I'm asexual until I'm digging you. And then I am like the biggest hoe in the world with you. But you have to earn that. And that is where you need to learn that sex is sacred energy exchange, spirit energy exchange, because it's not meant to be this passionate pleasure seeking tool this is the most important thing this do you understand that sex is what makes humans better than angels i'm gonna say that again your sexual organs and sex is what makes humans better than angels it's exactly it's the reason why angels are jealous of humans your Bible should have told you this. Your Quran should have told you this. Your Talmud should have told you this. Sex is the force that creates. It is the force that creates life and death. If life was an object and death was an object, sex would be the glue that creates them both. It is the missing piece that creates them both. I need you guys to start taking 100% accountability, women and men, with why you're addicted. Because that's where this is going into. As a dark worker, it is my job to trigger you and to make you go reflect and self-reflect. A lot of you were molested as kids and didn't even know you were molested. A lot of you were taken advantage of and didn't know you were taken advantage of. A lot of you suffer from an over-sexualized energy due to these incidents, and it's in your subconscious, especially if you have Neptune in your 12th house. And you don't even know it. Excuse me. It's not a bad thing until you allow it to dictate your every move, dictate your every thought, and dictate your every reason for doing things. You're supposed to be like that in a positive, charged, way if you choose to use the negative that's where you go into the dark magic rituals of sex magic which is very important because like i said sex alchemy sex transmutation cosmology all of this goes in together with tantra and if you don't know what you're utilizing and if you don't know how sex is probably the most powerful magic after blood magic blood magic you're bonded sex magic you're bonded as well Neither one of these can be broken through any rituals or spells that you think 
or somebody tells you. If they're telling you that shit, stop listening to it because that's not true. Because what sex is is evolution. So it's on, it's going to hurt when you do it. It's going to hurt when you connect. But it's going to force you to grow. Nothing comes from sex that is not going to grow, whether it's positive or negative. Same with blood. Nothing forces blood to coagulate and then evolve other than other blood cells. That's the whole immune system at work. So, and this is just me looking at it from an outside perspective. I'm not saying I'm a scholar. I'm not saying that I've studied it like this, that, and that. I study tantra my damn self. I am a tantric person. That's why I don't just lay with anybody for the simple fact I heal people. A lot of you heal people through sexual energy and sexual intercourse and don't even know it. It is an education, it's an educational training. You need to understand this. A lot of the people that are in the gay community, this is not a shout out, this is not a dig at them. I don't believe that the world is 90% gay. I don't believe that the world is going to be gay and I don't believe that most of the gay people that are gay are gay, sorry. I believe that they are suffering from an overstimulated psyche of a subconsciously implanted program that causes them to want to be gay because they know if they're gay, they can just say that rather than, hey, I have a sexual addiction problem and I like having pleasure with this, that, and the third and anything that fucking walks. That's the facts. Because see, I was molested as a kid. Didn't know I was molested. Found out I was molested. It didn't fucking bother me. It didn't fucking change me. But it did make me used to think, am I supposed to be gay or not? And then I realized I love women too much. Can't. Bro, I can't be. I was never attracted to men. Men, I, I'm scared of men. And I wasn't even molested by just a man. I was molested by a female first. I was molested by two white women first. Then I was molested by a male. And I was young. I was young. I don't even remember it. But it makes sense when you connect the dots and when everybody around you knows about it except you. And then you find out when you're like 24 and you're like, oh shit, well, if I saw that person, I don't even know how I'd feel it. But it made sense because all these people were coming up to me who had been molested. And usually the saying goes, if it keeps coming to you, that's probably who you are because that's what you attract. So the more you understand your own self and you understand your own healing, the more you go deeper and die deep. I mean, really, really deep. You got to sit there and really think about the things you've gone through and ask God for the revelations about it. You will start to see why it is you attract these types of people and who they are around you. They're teaching you something. Nobody hates you. Nobody hates the fact that you're gay. If you're gay, be gay. We're not getting off on that shit. We don't care. None of us care. But I will tell you this. There is an agenda. And if you don't see it now, it's because you don't want to see it. There is an agenda. And there is a reason for bestiality. There is a reason for pedophilia. There is a reason. All this accepting that type of shit. No, nigga. There are rights and there are wrongs. There are. And I'm not saying that from a hurt or injured ego. I'm saying that because... You don't have to be told if you have a soul that killing your mom is wrong. You don't have to be told that if you have a soul that touching a child without their consent is wrong or without them knowing what consent is, is wrong. That's just common fucking sense, bro. You're not gonna take a knife and stab yourself and then be like, oh no, I shouldn't have did that. You know where not to cut yourself. Off top. Talking to a past cutter. I was like eight years old, don't ask. I was on drugs. And when I say on drugs, I was on prescriptions. If you were put on Risperidol, Clonidine, Adderall, um, Ritalin, 
uh, Prozac, Paxil, um, Zoloft. These things were chemically put in you to lay a psychic program that altered your consciousness and control abilities. For me, it didn't work. It made my shit extremely 100% harder to not control. But, I mean, it made my shit 100% more easier to control. That's why it's able, I'm, bro, I have been practicing sexual retention since I was like 13, 15. I didn't lose my virginity until I met my wife. And the first day I met my wife, I got her pregnant. Like, first time I slept with her, I got her pregnant. So, that's just, it is what it is. And we, she knows some stories, bro. We were everywhere, like everywhere, porn star type shit. You know, any girl that I've actually been with, been with. And when I say been with, been with, I mean like connected for more than six months, more than three months. Um, I was actually sexually involved with them. It didn't start till about 2008 to two, or 2007, all the way up to 2000. Now, I guess that's when I started having my little sex life and understanding what it was. I didn't have a father to teach me. I didn't know what blue balls was. I had to learn the fucking hard way. <laughs> I didn't know what uh, ejaculation and masturbating was. I had to teach myself and learn this shit. That's where the over-sexualized stimuli have created these problems with most of our generation who are now having all these kids. There's nothing wrong with having kids. You're supposed to be fruitful, multiply, but you're supposed to do it responsibly. Respons Let's have a responsibility and accountability about yourself before you go into this. And a lot of us were not taught why. We were just taught to do as what we were told or do as what we've seen. We were not taught the understanding of why. There is a why that needs to be spoken about. And that is what I'm trying to teach y'all today. That is what I'm talking about today. If you don't understand the power of what sex is, then you're not going to understand its implications or its, its um, consequences once the deed has been done. Especially you niggas and you females that know who the fuck you are, know your dark workers, know your light workers, and you out here laying with the children of men knowing you're not supposed to be. That's why you're going through the karma you're going through. Karma's not a fucking weapon, first off. It's not. You cannot use karma to hurt someone else just because they fucked you over. That's not how karma works. You may not see your karma for another lifetime. It may not even be on this planet. It may not be in this dimension. It may not be in this reality. It may not be in any time soon. The karma will come, but it may come through your kids. That is another reason why I don't just go out there because I have a daughter. That is what really pushed me and holds me to not fucking women over in the way that I've been fucked over for the simple fact of the matter is I don't want that shit to fall on my child if I get taken out faster than she does. You see what I'm saying? And I don't mean like faster than Sarah. I'm supposed to go before she. But I refuse to go knowing that I'm leaving her with Carmen that she has to deal with because I didn't complete something. You see what I'm saying? A lot of your family members are not telling y'all about their sexual history and the sexual trauma that happens. Then you have the whole slavery. You have all the sex um, experiments and all the sex camps that were given to those slaves. That shit genetically passed down DNA-wise into people. The problem with one of my twin flames, and yes, I say one of them, her... This person's mother was out there, out there, and she lied about it and didn't tell her. So when I found out about it, it was easy to fix the healing. It was easy to find the healing. I couldn't even be mad at the girl anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like once you realize what you're really dealing with, you don't, you all emotion of anger and hate and 
pain is removed because now you realize it's not them that you're dealing with. It's a programming and an instituted and generational curse or understanding of what needs to be unlearned and then relearned. Let me put it this way. If the school system is teaching you fuck shit about history and everything else, I'm pretty sure sex education is fucked off and wrong. But we never thought about it like that. When I say you have to let go of everything, nigga. Bro, sis, wicked, angel, dark worker, light worker, alien, whatever you are, you have to let go of everything. Be like a child, have the mind of a child. We over-sexualize children. Look at the fucking outfits they wear in their dance recitals. It's prostitution. It's baby prostitution. They're half naked. And then we over-sexualize it and we're like, oh, that's too tight or this, that, and the third. They don't know what the fuck they're wearing. They're just wearing clothes. That's all they feel. That's all they see. It's just clothes to them. But as adults, we fuck them up because we're like, oh no, that's too skimpy. Oh no, they need to do this. And then, of course, the music they're dancing to, they got them twerking and shit at five and eight and 10 in high school and we're, we're, we're laughing. Yeah, girl, get it, bitch, get it. Yeah, yeah, kid, get it, get it, get it. Oh, she's doing it. Because sex is taboo here in America. It is used, it is the one thing that is used in everything, yet it is talked about in such a negative voice. And there's a highly huge positive area that needs to be discovered and understood. There are healthy ways. Now I'm not saying go tell your three-year-old what sex is all about and protect them and do this, that, and the third. I'm saying there is a right time for everything and anything when it comes to sex, but only if it is understood of what is being done and why, and on a spiritual level to the understanding of the, the uh, ramifications if this act is done with. That is why it has always been the most holiest and most sacred, sacred um, display you know, animals procreate not just for the fun of it. There are some out there that can, but for the most part, they procreate when they're creating a family, a unit to protect themselves and survive. So if you have this unit already with three or four kids, it is crucial that you get onto those family members that you had these kids with and you reunite and bring them back together because you weren't supposed to be divided. The only thing that's dividing y'all is y'all's egos. And your ego is not even bad because the ego really doesn't exist. It's something that we've been taught exists. All the spiritual people say, oh yeah, well this told us, no nigga, no, bro, I'm sorry. I'm gonna tell you straight up. I'm gonna tell you the facts. Your ego is bullshit. It is a theory, just like everything else. It is a fucking theory. Prove to me the the ego exists, prove it. I want someone to prove this to me. I want somebody to prove my ego exists. Show me what my ego looks like. Show me its mouth, show me its eyes, its nose, its life force, its soul. And if that happens, then we can talk. But until that happens, it is just a theory. It is an idea of an idea from somebody else who created this idea to explain something that they didn't know how to explain. It is an idea of an idea from somebody else who created something to explain what they didn't know how to explain. I said it twice so you can get it. I love y'all, man. 
I do. One of the best per people to follow right now is Garvey. Garvey V. Chuck. Another guy is Derek Grace. And the reason why I'm telling y'all, for men, especially men, because this is definitely geared towards the men, our, we were raised in a time of where sexual trauma towards women was glorified. And it's sickening because I have nothing but women around me. So I just don't move like that, which is why a lot of people used to think I was gay because I, I, I couldn't move like the men around. I didn't know how. I wasn't taught that. Now, I'm not saying that they're, they're wrong. I'm not saying that I shouldn't move like them. I don't want to move like them. I've never felt moved to move like them. But at the end of the day, I will say that men only did to women what women were doing to them in the first place. See, women know they can use their bodies. We glorify that too. Women have toxic ways just as much as men do. This isn't a name blame game and this isn't a battle with the sexist thing. This is something that has been put here as a means of survival. We have prostituted the sexual, spiritual understanding of what sex is. We have prostituted it and created this ugly ass culture by allowing people and older people like the baby boomer generation, yes, they will always get hell from me. Sorry, passionate about that shit. To dictate what sex should be. That's that's who's in charge right now. And people are always like, why are you always hating on the baby Nigga, fuck the baby boomers. And I don't mean that in a way they should all die. I'm just saying, my nigga. I'm just saying, my people, my brother, my sister, they are the reason for everything that is happening up until this point. If our generation were the baby boomer generation, do you really think we would be this lost as a society in any, any fucking nation? Come on now. Think about it. No. Now, do I fault the baby boomers? Baby boomers? It's half and half. Yes and no. Because you have that one half where it's like, well, we did everything we could. And then you had the other half where we were like, well, we were just following orders. And to me, it's just like, Whose orders, bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your own or somebody else's? Like, the fuck? Let's, let's do some history. Why was the summer system created? Why do, why do we have school 10 months out the year and then you have a summer break? If you don't understand why, then you don't understand what happened in World War One and World War Two. You don't understand the Industrial Revolution and you don't understand why they, they said that it was needed. And if you don't understand that, then I'm pretty sure you don't understand money and how money works because you haven't looked at why the money was created. Like, all of these things that I'm talking about go back to the same shit. But I believe the baby boomers generation is the biggest generation that should all have been tried at least once in their life and asked to be held accountable for the crimes against humanity. I'm sorry. Because they are the ones where they taught this whole, we're not telling your family about sex and everything. Now, I'm not saying that they were bad and they were out there like that. They were just behind closed doors with it. They weren't out in the open. And in the, the 50s and 60s, it was all taboo. The 70s, it was all let it all hang out, but with drugs. So that was even more toxic because now we're definitely polluting the sexual fucking culture. And in the 80s and 90s, everybody was drug addicts. And now you got the 2000s, 2010s, you have the babies of the drug addicts. So it's, it, it's like, Spiritual energy exchange, sacred energy exchange. It's an exchange of DNA, it's an exchange of information. It is an evolutionary process. It is the transmutation of what you want. No, it is a transmutation from what you have to what you want. Huh? 
Kidding. Hold on, guys. I think we'll put some words in here. There you go. I appreciate it. So, I'm not talking like I know everything. I'm talking what has, what I've observed, what I've understood, and what I've learned about myself. I used to be, okay, so let me give you some of my background. I got into Navy in 2009. And I went into the Navy with one body under my belt. And that was my wife. Which should have been understandable and respectable. But it was mocked, laughed, and made fun of. I literally only had slept with one woman before I got into the Navy. And she had my daughter. And yes, I slept with one woman. But it wasn't about the quality. It wasn't about the quantity of women I slept with. It was the quality of what we were doing together. We only have one child, but the point is there is a child. <laughs> People think getting pregnant is easy. It is not. I mean, unless you're me in my case. But it's not. So, especially with stress and everything else involved. Now, we go from that, and then we jump to woman number two. And this is not a conquest thing. This is a relationship thing. I was actually trying to build a family and live with her for the rest of my life. That didn't work out. Then I learned about polyamory, and I was just like, oh, fuck. Trying to be monogamous is selfish as shit. And it is. I'm sorry to say, but it is. Especially for men, when there's more women on this planet than men. And especially when women are moving more like men than anything. And they just don't tell the men about it. So, it became a health issue for me once I learned really what sex was. And then I started hanging around guys who were actually out there and being what they were at their young age and exploring their bodies and learning themselves. There was never any judgment. It was just, I couldn't move like that because I literally in my spirit could not move like that. And that's because I'm not better than anybody, but I'm not looking down on anybody who does. I just don't like to indulge in the sex magic. Sex magic is a powerful tool and you could kill someone with it. You can ruin somebody's life with that. And that's something that should be taken very, very, I believe, Kids should not be able to buy condoms. Actually, I'm 50-50 on it because if you know the kids are having sex, you're going to want them to have condoms. But at the end of the day, I don't believe condoms should be good because at the end of the day, I mean, I, I believe that AIDS was created by fucking white scientists anyway, and they used it on black people first to, to figure it out how to kill us. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not, I'm, I'm, out, I'm not out there like that, but I've never had an STD ever in my life I've come close I do have an immune deficiency but it comes from my genetics and it has nothing to do with sex and the thing about it is I barely use condoms because I don't sleep around like that so the people that I sleep with have to be somebody special and once I find out they're out there out my body knows when somebody's been out there like it's not even a smell I can literally feel people's sexual energy being projected onto me or around me like it, when you're when you are who you are when you know who you are and you're tapped into your gifts and you're tapped into your have you ever just walked into a room and the lust jumps out of a person like they can't just like you walk in and you catch somebody staring at you you catch somebody just they can't help themselves 
that's when you know you're dealing with someone who is a highly sexual person. And all of a sudden, just study your body. Something happens to you. And you're like, wait a minute, this wasn't me five minutes ago, so this obviously is that person's energy. That's how it feels. That's why I keep a grounding stone around me at all times. Like, I teach my daughter these things. The more you know yourself, the more you're strong and rooted in yourself, the more you can see clearly to where people cannot get over on you when it comes to their intentions. Now, it's one thing if somebody is using sex to get ahead, and it's another thing if they're not allowing you to know what they're doing. That's manipulation, that's maliciousness, that's what I don't like. If I'm fucking with a hoe, I'm fucking with her obviously because she's a hoe and she wants to be one and I'm okay with it. But if I'm fucking with someone I'm thinking is my wife and the whole time they're telling me she's my wife and then I find out she's a hoe on low and that she was playing me just so she could take from me, that's who I'm gonna be mad at. I'm not gonna be mad at the hoe because she fucks a lot. I'm gonna be mad at the bitch that just manipulated me for my time. Time is all you have. Time is something you cannot get back no matter how much money, no matter how many drugs, no matter how many connections, networking, no matter what blessings you get, time is something that is irreversible. If you're giving time back, it's because you're on borrowed time and you're sent back to get, deliver a message. But at the same time, you're able now to control not time itself, but your actions involved in time to where it slows time down, if you get what I'm saying. So, I wanted to talk about this because these next two months to three months, a lot of y'all are going into union. A lot of y'all are going to be getting married, having kids, starting families. And the generation that you're bringing in is the rainbow children, the children of love, the children that will only know love. They will not know hate. If you are not ready for that, do not get involved in a relationship because this generation will not understand and take lightly divorce. They will not take lightly breaking up. They won't know what that means. They will never know what that means. That is what's coming. We are here. Like I said, you have to live out the chaos first, but we already won. It was never a, you knew when you were a kid, you already won. So, for those that are going into union, finding twin flames, finding their divine masculine and their, their uh, divine feminine, or coming into union with self even, or even union with old family members or children, you need to understand and you need to be taught why sex is important before you start indulging and involving yourself into it. There is a such thing as sex magic. These Jezebels out here using it, they can't hide themselves anymore. You'll know them. And these men that fall for them every time, they're called sirens. They come from Sirius. They're not meant to hurt you, they're meant to teach you. And if you don't allow them to teach you, how can you move accordingly when you get your wife? You feel me? Now, to get back on topic with the whole overstimulation, because I know that was good. The overstimulation, before we cut off, get out of here, is a serious topic because I honestly believe, and I don't need a psychiatrist to tell me this or anything, that a lot of people, even going to the Pride things, bro, I went to Pride today just to take photos. And the energy was so dark and down, even though everybody was acting like they were happy, you could see through everybody's mask. And that's what I think a lot of people are saying when they're saying a lot of y'all aren't gay, y'all are just trendsetters or trying to uh, trend followers. Because it's the new thing and it's in. You know what I'm saying? 
and I'm not knocking on the real gay people because the real gay people, they, there's an authenticity about them. You just know. You just, you don't have to hide it. You just know. You know, I grew up with what three gay sisters. I've got uh, by every woman that I've dated was bisexual. My daughter at one point claimed she was she didn't she liked girls. She didn't like guys. So I'm pretty sure she's gonna fall in the same category. She just has polyamory love, and I've. I've all these names and stigmas that we give these types of love, there are levels of love, but it's still all evolution. Now, you have positive evolution, which is going up, and then you have the negative evolution, which is going down, which is regression, which goes into pedophilia, bestiality, necromancy, and all these things. That comes from the omegas and the betas and things like that because of lack of self esteem and understanding of who they are in person I'm not, everybody's not meant to be an alpha everybody's not meant to be an omega but everybody is not going to love the way I see love you know I understand that there are different types of love I don't understand the trend trend thing at all I really don't I don't get it it's confusion sorry I you can't change my mind on it I'm sorry you can't not knocking them just saying you cannot change my mind on that community and I'm not gonna sit up here and be like, oh yeah, I fuck with this, that, and the third. No, nigga. Because on a spiritual level, I feel that the trans community is trying to be something physically that they're not spiritually. See, that's why I don't like the perversion. And I'm not saying that they're perverted. I'm saying that the whole idea behind what trans are is perversion for, I believe in the hermaphrodite. I believe in understanding that men and women were once a, a being with two parts because that's how you started in the ether. And so the spiritual side I get, but the physical side I don't understand because most of the people that I run into, it's all about pleasure. It's all rooted in the uh, root chakra to the sol solar plexus and it's nothing but about sex and pleasure. And this is what I am because I am what I am. And then you don't even accept who you were before you are what you are now. So that's where my disconnect comes from it. It has nothing to do with the actual person and what they're going through. It has everything to do with the idea and the thoughts that they are this, that, and the third because society tells them that this is what they should be or because they want to be that. Hell, I know I'm an alien. I know where I come from, but you don't see me fucking coming around looking blue, black, and what I used to look like. The whole goal is to morph into that person as I leave here, not become that person while I'm here. I'm growing into that because you're always going to keep growing. You got to stay 10 years ahead, 12 years ahead, 20 years ahead. So to go back onto this whole hypersexualized idea, I don't fault them. I don't fault gays. I don't fault trans and I don't fault anybody who's dealing with these issues because I know the agenda behind it is mass manipulation. Once you realize the system, why would you be mad at the victim? You feel me? I know that this person was hurt, raped, molested, fucked with, teased, bullied, sexually watched crazy shit as a kid because of his parents or the parents had it in their DNA. All of it stemmed from some type of sexual trauma. Nobody has it worse. Men stem from it just as much as women do, if not more than women, but they don't talk about it because we're told not to. You can't blame men for being toxic and then be the reason why they're being toxic. And that's everything that a man does, he's learned from a woman. He didn't learn it from his, his, his father until after a woman heard him. I promise you, until after a woman said no, that's when he heard from his dad. That's when he learned from his dad. That's why my dad said that. I promise you, that's how it goes. This woman is God, period. Sorry. Fuck you if you don't believe it.
It's true. It's a fact. Woman is God. So, until women start taking accountability for their own actions and their own misdeeds, jealousy is not something that men have. It's something we learned. Jealousy is something a woman has naturally. They don't even know why the fuck they're jealous. Go talk to a woman. She jealous because you because you looked up at a bitch. But if you rationalize it, it's like, okay, so why aren't you jealous when you go to work? And you're like, what do you mean? Well, I look at your boss. I've gone to your job. I've seen your sister. I've seen this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? And you got those women out there. They don't want you talking to no female. Not one. Not one. But they don't. They only say these things when they feel threatened by the women around them or the women that you're in. Bro, you could go in, say hi to somebody's sister, and that girl is jealous now because you said hi to her. You're just being fucking respectable. You feel me? So you have to understand. Women teach men more than men teach men. Men teach men after they've been hurt by women. That's why we teach ourselves. That's why we teach men. That's why manhood, brotherhood has come together to be brotherhood. Because the ultimate person that has always been downplayed, the woman that has always been misunderestimated, and the underdog in this whole situation is women. Everything we learned about hoes is from women. Women started calling women hoes. Nigga, tell me one man that does not like a hoe. Or a promiscuous woman. Because she moves like the homie. Now, and I'm not saying that he won't marry her. Because you got those fellas that fall in love with those women. But most of those men who would smash a, a supposed hoe. Nigga, 9 times out of 10, they probably wanted to marry her. But they didn't, not because they didn't want to. They did it because of society and what their friends would say. Which is why I say the cycle continues, because toxic masculinity being forced in a circle that was taught through toxic femininity being forced in a circle because women got jealous because they didn't understand what they were creating until they fell. And they fell because the original man and woman fell from God. It all goes back to the same shit, bro. All of it. It's the same story in every fucking religion. Man and woman walked away from God, the end. <laughs> literally. It was the greatest love story ever told. Romeo and Juliet, ever told. It's literally, that's it. I say all this because I'm recently on month six. And it's a choice. It's a will. I'm willingly choosing to be the way I am. Not because I'm going to get a goal out of it. Not because I'm going to get a reward out of it. I just realized that every time I have sex with a female, I fall in love. And then the crazy shit happens. And it's a distraction. And the one person I need to be around and need to be there for and want to be there for and have been fighting for the last 10 years to be around every day, all day, to have a normal fucking life, I'm still losing that. Even when I'm not losing it. My goal is to make sure my daughter is 100% secured and 100% made to be who she is to be. And women distract from the now because that's my weakness. And the women that know that's my weakness, they play on it. But I allow them to play on it, thinking that they're beating me at something, knowing that you're not beating me because I've been here before. You can't hurt me or fuck me over if my wife did it first, bro. <laughs> like. The first woman that ever taught me everything and anything was my mom. And the second one was my ex-wife. So I know all the fucking games. And even when I don't know the games, my subconscious and my fucking 
spiritual team won't allow me to fall for the games that happen. And hell, sometimes they keep me out of getting what I'm, I deserve because it feels too much like a game. I don't know everything. I'm still a kid and I'm 29. In real years, I'm like nine years old. I'm a baby out here. But at the end of the day, I've gone through enough to know what I shouldn't allow. And I learned that through sexual retention. I learned that through understanding what chastity is. I learned that through understanding why Tantra and dark magic and sex magic is used and why it shouldn't be used and why it it will be used and how to use it. But that's because I wanted to know and so I studied and I asked God for these experiences. If you're not even trying to study or understand it and you're just using it to make a buck, it's just a career to you. But that's, again, it's the prostitution. So you can't be mad when you get treated that way in your own evolution process by the people you fall in love with. Because the number one thing I tell my daughter, the number one thing that I tell everybody around me, you don't get to choose who breaks your heart and you don't get to choose whose hearts you break. That's what's fucked up about this shit. You may have all the control in the world, self-will in the world, self-love in the world, but guess what? When God says it's time to walk away, you may got to break something that you can't break. And you may got to leave something that you don't want to leave. Or you may get broken by somebody you didn't expect. Or you may not get broken by somebody you didn't expect and get broken by someone you did expect. It still hurts all the same. So understand what you are calling on when you use power from the root chakra. It's not a bad thing, but... If you haven't checked out what the pride flag is, and if you haven't flipped it over and looked at the fucking chakras and seeing that you're going backwards, and you don't understand that the timelines are going backwards, to, we're in 2019, yes, but we're really in 2009. You're going back into the womb. That's why a man is always trying to get back into inside a woman ever since he's gotten out, period. He's trying to go back to his divinity of being feminine with the masculine aspect. He's understanding himself. And that's the vice, it's vice versa for women. You have to understand the process of what is happening around you in order to understand what's going on. No, you have to understand the process of what's happening inside of you in order to understand what's happening outside of you. Your inside reflects your external. Your, fuck it, I'm backwards, see? Your external reflects your internal, whether that be good, bad, how you choose to see it. If you're one with everything, then there is no bad. There is no good, it's just is. If you're not one with everything, you're gonna be able to see the good and the bad, and you're gonna be able to determine that. But the good and the bad are still one and the same. Because what's happening around you that's bad to you, there could be somebody in the same environment and everything else is good to them. It depends on how you are feeling internally. And that internal drive comes from sex, spiritual energy exchange, and who you're connecting to. It's time to grow into yourself and become who you're supposed to be in this time frame. And some of you already have been who you're supposed to be. Accept it. Stop fighting it. But that's this podcast. I'll be dropping another one tomorrow. I just wanted to get this one out because I know that I'm starting to gain a little traction. And by little, I mean very, very small. (laughs) Very, very small traction. But a lot of people are asking me a lot of things. And 
I don't have the time to like teach the way I want to yet because I'm still getting myself transitioned from being homeless to stability and stable. Yes, if you haven't known, I've been homeless for the last, what, seven years? I just, I just, I fail. I make failing look glamorous. <laughs> Lord forgive. And when I say homeless, I don't mean I was like living under a bridge. No, I was, I was couch surfing. I was, bro, I was, my heart's heartbroken for three years, okay? This shit fucks with you. I was heartbroken. And as a Sag, if our family life and career life and financial life are not in balance, then everything is out of whack. And I took a huge hit in family back in 2015. And I'm just now recovering. It took me four years. Four fucking years. And I'm still not there. Shit. I had to go find God. I I lost my daughter to some shit that I didn't even do. Like, and it still feels like I haven't won. I, I had no parts in it. I was in a whole different state. I just wasn't there. And I should have been, even if it would have got me killed. And so... I've been taking almost 10 years trying to fix that. And in the meantime, in losing all of that, I also lost the love of my life to the streets. So, you know, when you are raised as an adopted child slash orphan, you don't really have a great family understanding and you have a broken home kind of when it's not really broken. It's just the privileged kid that didn't want to be at home because home wasn't a home type thing and you'd rather be out there with your friends who were just toxic as fuck but they had love and family you wanted that so you learned from them and that's what I've been doing for the last seven to eight years I've been studying myself and how I react to things and what I'm learning and what I'm observing that is how I've become who I've become I'm not better than anybody I'm just like y'all just like everybody else I have my own fucking issues I just accept them and God's always been here and I never forgot that she's a woman she's my mom she's my daughter she's my sister she's my best friend she's my godmother she's it's the same energy in every woman I see it's chaotic it's crazy it's love it's passion it's just purity it's masculine she's God and if she's my mother she's also my father so I want y'all to take this podcast and actually learn from it like study yourselves be at peace I love y'all I will continue making podcasts probably drop another three in the next four days because I'm pretty much off the matrix pot for two days I think um, a lot of things coming just haven't talked about them yet and I'm not going to I'm just gonna do them and then when I'm ready to like push it and have y'all jump in then I will but uh, as of now I'm still a ghost I love y'all be easy peace